Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs. Welcome to the Bulldog Interviews. My name is Dave Kaufman, and today I have Landon Richards. How are you doing, Landon? Doing good. Great. Uh, I was introduced to Landon on Facebook and also by uh, Lucky Watson, uh, said to, uh, to interview Landon. So, Landon, give us a little background. Introduce yourself. Uh, well, like you said, my name is Landon Richards. Um, I'm located in a little town in eastern Colorado, uh, about 3,500 people here in Burlington, Colorado, right on the Kansas border. Um, you know, I have a small family, my wife, Dana Richards, uh, my two boys, Dalton and Dylan Richards. They are, uh, Dalton is now just in his first year of college. Uh, Dylan is going to be, he's a sophomore this year, going to be a junior, um, and I, I do construction for a living. I have my own company. Um, and, of course, then I, you know, got my side hobby here, the the, the, the Bulldogs. Okay. Um, what uh, Can you tell us one thing that most people don't know about you? Oh, geez. <laughs> one thing that most people don't know about me. Um, you know, probably one thing that, probably strikes people odd that they probably wouldn't know about me is I like to cook. Um, I don't know why, but that's just something I just, I just really enjoy doing. And, uh, I can spend a weekend at home and do nothing except just figure out what I want to make and just try to come up with recipes and make it. So that's probably one thing most people don't know about me. Good. Good. Um, why bulldogs and when did you get into them? Oh, why bulldogs? Well, um, I was, I was raised in a, in a family that, uh, bred and showed dogs. So I've, I've had dogs in my background my whole life. And, and my mom and dad, uh, <clears throat> bred and showed Welsh and West Highland Terriers. And, you know, we had, we had that always going on in our background. And, um, you know, me and my wife got married, uh, out of high school. We were high school sweethearts, pretty much dated. I think I started dating Dana when I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> or no just coming into my eighth grade year i guess it would be and uh we pretty much have been together that whole time and got married out of high school very young um and then when it came to you know deciding that we wanted to have our own dog um you know i i just i i never did have have a love for for the westies or the welshes so i just never did really have an interest in in getting one of those as a pet and we were walking down uh, Denver, uh, one of the streets in Denver, and a person passes with a bulldog, and I didn't know a single thing about him, and I said, that's a pretty cool dog. Let's get one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much where it started. And I think our um, we bought our first bulldog in 1998, I believe, is when we actually had our, our first bulldog. Okay. Good. Uh are you a member of any Bulldog Clubs? I am. Uh, of course, I'm a member of the Bulldog Club of America and uh, also a member of uh, the Denver Club here in Colorado. Okay. And uh, do you do you have any mentors, or did you have any mentors in the past? Uh, yeah, I actually do. I still do to this day. Um, you know, we bought our very, very, you know, we kind of we started off uh, on the wrong foot, Um you know, kind of like a lot of people you hear, they just struggle and struggle and struggle and, and just wasn't going anywhere in the breed like we wanted to. And 
And actually, uh, our first show dog we bought from Mike Otten, um, mm-hmm. Bulldog University there in uh, up like Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I and and then you know, right around that same time, um, you know, that's when you know me and Lucky became very good friends, and um, and I and I purchased some dogs from Lucky as well, and, and basically, right there is is the beginning of where we started. Is you know. Um, that's the that's the prime foundation of where our kennel is right now at this point is with Lucky Watson's dogs and the Do Wat Bulldogs and mm-hmm. and uh, Mike Cotton. So, you know, ever since um, you know they were gracious enough to take us under their wings and and lead us in the right direction, it's uh, we've grown in leaps and bounds as far as you know getting to our common goal that we're that we're working for as breeders. Yeah, you can't go wrong with you know matching up those two. Uh, with Mike and Lucky, that uh, that's a good foundation for you there. Absolutely, yeah. they've been they've been nothing but uh, a great assistance in in trying to get us where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. When I first got into bulldogs back in the mid '90s, um, I thought I was doing it all right, and it just took forever because we weren't breeding the right stuff. And uh, I ran into a guy that Lucky Watson knows pretty well, Peter Geary, uh, through BullyNet. And I saw he was selling a champion bitch, and I was like, "Who sells champion bitches that are that are still like young yet, and still you know what's wrong with her and stuff?" And took a month <laughs> took a month to convince him to to sell her to me. And on the condition, he gave me one condition. He said I had to get rid of everything else I had, and you know spay spay them, and then you know place them in homes or whatever, or keep them if I wanted to keep you know keep them here. Um, sure. But that that was his condition, and and you know it didn't take long to to deal with that and. You know, do that, and it just totally changed. You know, you, you go from trying to improve, you know, which would take many generations and might not ever work out, to getting some show quality stock or show. You know, sh- you know, she was a champion, um, and, right. then, and then just start going from there. Puppies are like a million times nicer at birth. Health issues are gone, mm-hmm. uh, or, or very, you know, very much minimized, and uh, right. just a lot different. So yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Where you start off wrong, you know, yeah. off the wrong foot, and. Uh, Luckily, there's people out there that will that will help the people that are serious about it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's the key is, you know, having people like that in the breed. Mm-hmm. You know, not only them, but numerous people, too numerous to mention that that, you know, are willing to to give that knowledge and that help to people that really want to start out the right way. And um, it, it's an invaluable experience that you'll ever you'll ever get. I mean, it's it's something that you need to. Uh, not take lightly, you know, especially for, you know, the newcomers coming into this, if, if you have the chance to have somebody like those people that I've mentioned, you know, take you under their wing and mentor them, mm-hmm. you just, you don't take that lightly, and you uh, you try to absorb everything that they ever say, and, um, you know, just really be a student, and just, just sit and listen, and just try to try to learn everything that you can, because if you do, you're going to go a long ways. Yeah. Yep, most definitely. Um, do you have anybody that you're mentoring yourself? Um, no, not no, not really in the sense of the word mentor. And I think that that word is a is a pretty powerful word when you start word when you start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, you know, I have a lot of people that do contact me. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't help people because, you know, my background of being in the dogs for so long, mm-hmm. 
you know, I was given a very high responsibility as a young age when it came to my mom and dad of, of what to do with our dogs mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, puppy care and whelping puppies. And, you know, so I've had that kind of basically, you know, instilled in me as I was growing up. And so there are quite a few people that do that do call on my assistance when they're having trouble trouble with puppies or whelping or just general dog issues. But as far as the mentoring part of, you know, breeding dogs and, you know, putting together dogs for breeding, mm-hmm. I, I still get people that ask my opinion, and, and I give them my opinion. But as far as a mentor relationship, I, I don't really feel that, that I'm really at that stage where I could really call myself a mentor to somebody, but I do help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, if that makes sense. Yep. No, it definitely does. Definitely does. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your program? about your your kennels at colorado bulldogs is that correct yeah yeah um we wish we came up with a cooler name i know that um (laughs) my my wife constantly reminds me how stupid our kennel name is um (laughs) but it was just one of those things that we just kind of went well uh there it is we're in colorado it was colorado bulldogs so um you know like i said our foundation um we, we We've come a long ways. Duwat Bulldogs and Mike Otten, you know, at Bulldog University. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have some foundation bitches from them that we've been able to breed, and with their guidance and, and their help along the way, and some luck, we've we've been very fortunate to um, to breed some very nice dogs and really increase our breeding. I mean, I can't even tell you where you know. Four years, five years ago, where I was at to where I am at today, I mean, I, I've been catapulted, you know, uh, to a, a much higher competition level than what I was able to compete at, you know, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's pretty much the foundation of our of our dogs, and um, you know, we we're just I think I think we're just now getting, you know, in the last two years is where we probably really started to see you know, us reap the benefit of what we've, all the hard work we've put in because, you know, now, now we're just kind of getting the steam rolling and we have some really nice dogs that, that, that are still young that we're showing right now currently. I mean, we, we have around, what is it, four champions right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we have about five really super nice prospects that are, that are going to be in the ring this year that, you know, with a little bit of luck, um, we don't own them all. We co-own them with a couple other people. But, um, you know, with their help showing them and, um, you know, us, I think there's a good chance we could maybe finish the five of them this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's just it's just night and day difference from where we was, you know, three, four years ago. And, and, I, and I, can't, I can't stress enough, um, you know, that, that is solely, solely based on us wanting to do it and, Lucky Watson and Mike Hyden's guidance, and that's mm-hmm. that's that you got to give credit where credit's due, and and right now that's where the credit is due for us. Yeah, well, one of the common themes that I see, um, you know, whether it's somebody that's you know just you know starting to 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 have some success in the show ring and and uh, with consistency in litters, or somebody that's been there for a while. Um, the common theme is that they have a mentor. Some of the mentors aren't here anymore. That's how old some of these people are, or how long they've been mm-hmm. in it. And um, but they have a common theme where they didn't do it on their own. I mean, nobody's 
you know, even, you know, I know you can get a dog from anybody and not have any contact with them after that, but these people that, that are consistently, you know, giving back to the breed and also contributing to, you know, the, the future of the breed itself, um, the common theme is they have great mentors there that are, that are helping them out. And that's the, that's like the missing, uh, or the secret sauce almost, you know, where they can, oh, absolutely. they can, they can look at us, they can look at your bitch and say, you know what, she, she, she looks like this. And if we go back a couple generations, we got some frozen semen over here on this dog that might be back in the pedigree or whatever. And, and, and you, you put it in there and like, wow, look at those puppies. It's just, it's amazing how these people can see that vision and, you know, it takes a while to get that from them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and that's uh, that's that's something that um, you know. When I get to that point, I hope to be one of those people that I can give back to the new people coming in as well. Because you know, I've been fortunate with that, but I I see so many new people that are coming into it now, and, and I do everything that I can to help and encourage them and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't I just don't see a lot of, you know, I want to call them old-timer bulldogs, and I'm not meaning that they're all old, but, you mm-hmm. know, the the ones that have been there, you know, um, you know, they do what they can do, but they can't help everybody. And I just, I'm a little fearful, a little bit, honestly, for the breed, for what, what's coming up, because I just don't see a lot of the, the younger generations of people that have, that have had that mentorship mm-hmm. uh, stepping in to fill those shoes, and, and I just... I don't know. I don't know what that's, you know, going to be going to be a big downfall here in another year or so, or, or you know, years down the road, not a year or so, but you know, years down the road. Yeah. Um, you know that that's something that I don't take lightly, and I I feel that when the time comes, I'll be more more than willing to to step in and try to fill those shoes when that time comes. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Do you have a a good vet or two that you can recommend? Oh yeah, you know we have we have we're very fortunate. Well, I shouldn't say we're fortunate that he's that he's real close because he's not real close. But um, I have a a vet over in um, Nebraska, which is about a two and a half hour drive for me. Okay. Um, Red Willow Animal Clinic, and his name is Doctor Doctor uh, Doctor Wayne is what we call him, and uh, he is a tremendous vet. Um, you know I. I don't know what I'm going to do when he retires in ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to be lost. <laughs> so, uh, the you know finding a good vet for a bulldog is hard to come by, and he's he's probably one of the best I've seen for a long time. And 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 not only that, we kind of get the you know the country folk price. So mm-hmm. you know there are benefits to living in the middle of nowhere when no one's around. So you know <laughs> price prices are good. We don't have to pay for those exorbitant C sections in the middle of the night. And, Right. You know, it's kind of nice just to have a, a cell phone number. You can call him no matter what what time it is, and and uh, oh yeah, sure, meet me down at the clinic. Well, I'll drive two hours, but I'll meet you there here in a little bit. You know, uh-huh. so uh-huh. Um, those those are nice benefits. But yeah, he's probably one of the best I've seen. Good. And that that definitely helps your you know helps helps you out a whole lot having a vet like that. Oh, absolutely. If if you could go back in time. Uh, what bulldog or bulldog event would you like to be to be able to be at in person? Oh, that's there, kind of a hard question. Is there any dog that you just wish you could put your hands on that you know has been gone for a while, or you know that uh, 
you know. Oh, there's several. There's several dogs that I wish that I could do that. Um, you know, um, probably one that kind of rings in my mind that I wish that I could have seen in person because a lot of people talked a lot of a lot of good about him was um, was Poncho mm-hmm. uh, Roscoe's White Lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would really like to see that dog in person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, I'd, I'd like to see him chief in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put my hands on him and and um, those those two right now, just right off the top of my head. I mean, those are kind of the ones that kind of just you know come right right to the top surface for me right now. Yeah, uh, Pancho was the stud of. Uh or the sire, I should say, of the champion bitch we bought from Peter Geary back in uh, 2003, I think. So, right. Okay. So, so, yeah, so we had that bloodline here, and, yeah, we're very happy with it. So that's a small world there, I guess. Because he's not, I mean, he's not, like, the top name out there, but, you know, no, he, he definitely no, affected the breed, mean, which is nice. Yeah, you, you see some, some dogs with, with him and his pedigree, and, and you can just tell that he was, you know, he wasn't a, a, a widely used dog, mm-hmm. um, but you know it was. He had a very, very prominent stamp in the breed with the, with the with the limited breedings that he did, and then of course Chief. You know, yeah, uh, his career his career as a stud dog speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. If your dog sitter isn't using Corettable, what are they doing to your dog? You don't know, and that's a big problem. Dog sitters using Corettable relieve the stress, guilt, and anxiety that a dog owner experiences when they're away from their dog. If you love your dog, insist that your pet sitter use Corettable. Check out Corettable today at Corettable.com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E.com. Corettable also works great for people who use caregivers for loved ones, like children and the elderly. So check out Corettable today at Corettable.com. That's C-A-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com. Now, back to the Bulldog interviews. Uh, what's your proudest moment so far in the Bulldogs? Actually, I'll have to say my proudest moments was just came this year at Nationals. Um, you know, we, we, we went to our... I think it was our first national we ever attended, and we and we kind of stayed away from the nationals. We were pretty intimidated, you know, early in our career, and mm-hmm. and we we went to Costa Mesa, California, and um, I had a my bitch, one of my foundation bitches from Lucky Watson. Her name was Diddy. Um, we made we made the cut mm-hmm. um, in a very large group, and I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then this year at nationals. Um, we actually have, we had a Don Juan from that same foundation bitch that I'm telling you about. We had a litter out of Don Juan mm-hmm. with her and uh, had a very, very nice litter. And that was the litter that, um, and, I, and a lot of people on Facebook know, but, um, you know, Cowboy, uh, the one that was stolen from Lucky and Donna's place, mm-hmm. uh, was one of those one of those uh, puppies out of this litter. Mm-hmm. And um, I had two of the other litter mates that, the one went to North Carolina. His name was Disco, and then the one I, that I have here still with me right now is named Boogie. Mm-hmm. And we and we made the um, <clears throat> we made the transport arrangements for Disco to get down here to the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And so I had I had four of our bred by dogs here at the Nationals. Uh, one that I own, one that Mike Otten still owns that we co-own with him out of our last litter. And then um, there's a there's a young lady by the name of Stacy here in Colorado that has the other one and. Mm-hmm. 
Boogie, Boogie and Disco, uh, we, we did the sweeps, and they placed both first and fourth in sweeps. Nice. Um, in, the same, in the same class. So I thought, you know, that's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Out of the top 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 of the class there, we had a, a, a first and a fourth. Mm-hmm. And then on National Day, um, Disco actually won his class. And and then on the following day, Boogie won his won that class that Disco because they were in the same class. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other two uh, placed, I think, uh, second and fourth, a couple different days of Nationals. And I thought that's probably right now probably the peak of our career um, mm-hmm. as far as excitement goes because I mean that's top competition from around the states and. For us to be able to take four bred by dogs and put them into the placements almost every day mm-hmm. uh, during the whole the whole national show and even win our classes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was pretty cool for us. We we were we were very excited about that. Yeah, very nice. Sh- shows very good consistency there. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, any advice for uh, bulldog pet owners? Like. Um, you should do this, or be careful with that, or don't forget about this. You know, any any kind of thing that you think uh, pet owners should uh, should should be aware of. Um. Well, you know, I, probably you know, probably the biggest thing that I could give any advice to anybody with dogs is you just you just need to you need to really watch your dogs. You really need to know them. Um, mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, I see so many people that, you know, might take a dog to the vet and say, you know, this has happened or whatever else. I just don't, I don't know why it's all happened. And, you know, I mean, a lot of these symptoms don't necessarily just come on that day. I mean, Uh you really, you really have to just, you know, put your hands on your dogs a lot. Um, You know, I mean, I know sometimes they're show dogs, they're pet dogs, but, you know, even as a show dog, they're a pet first, and mm-hmm. you know the more you love on them, and the more the more bonded you get with them, it's kind of like you know it's kind of like the first intuition when you have your first child. You just sometimes sometimes you just know when things are wrong, mm-hmm. and you know if if you take that initiative to really just put your hands on your dogs and and give them that attention and that love every day, you're you're just you're going to notice things that might go by the wayside if if you're just not necessarily paying much attention to them. Um, you know, as far as maintenance-wise, I mean, I always recommend a very good food. You know, people people shouldn't skimp on their foods. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping them in proper condition, you know, obvious common sense stuff, you know. But, um, you know, we, I, I guess, I, I, to me, it's, it's very hard for me to, to recommend certain stuff because, I've just been around it for so long. It just seems like it's all so much common sense that I just sometimes want to slap people when, (laughs) 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 you know, they say something and, well, I didn't realize this early. It's, well, pay attention to your dog, you know. I I just sometimes it's hard. But, I, you know, tip-wise, that's that's kind of a tough question to just for generalized tips. Um, yeah, no. I don't necessarily guess. I don't know if I have any just real, you know, generalized tips for people to do because mm-hmm. it should just be simple common sense. I mean, you don't like to you don't like to be dirty. You don't like to you know live in filth and keep keep your dog that way. You know, keep them keep them bathed, keep them clean, keep them clipped. 
you know, pay attention to their ears, pay attention to their noses, you know, keep them clean, keep them wiped out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you do simple stuff like that, you'll avoid a lot of the compounded problems that come after that. Yeah, very true. That's that's good advice. really is. Um, do you have any advice for someone who's looking to start showing bulldogs? Run the other way. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean that jokingly. Um, it all starts with a mentor. Mm-hmm. It, you, that is the first and foremost. Before before you go out and buy your first dog to show, mm-hmm. and you need to find your mentor. Um, because, you know, you can't just go out and just randomly buy a dog from any Joe Blow off the street and then go, um, hey, Lucky, I got this dog. You want to help me? Right. Um you know, I'm not saying that they ain't going to help, but, mm-hmm. you know, the chances chances are is his health is going to be, you need to get rid of that dog. <laughs> yep, yep. So, you know, uh-huh. um, I just tell people, go to shows, uh, interact as much as you can with people, and just try to get a feel for the people that, you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, a mentor should also be a friendship you should be able to talk openly and freely and voice your opinion with that person mm-hmm. and you know personalities don't always click and so find somebody that that you can relate to and that you can talk easily with and 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 tell them your full intentions and and explain to them what you want and and you know they'll open the doors and they'll help you. I mean, the worst thing that you can do to to somebody is go up and say, "I want to buy a show dog because I want to show it." Right. You know, people don't have a lot of faith in that. I mean, I've even had people approach us now wanting to buy some of our dogs for show, mm-hmm. and you know their first questions are, "Are I want to show the dog and how much you're going to charge me?" Right. Yeah. And right there, it just turns me off. So just just be very open and honest and and. Um, you know, find that mentor before you ever even think about buying a dog. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna save you so much headache down the road. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, can you name? Can you give me any names of people that I should definitely interview, and why? No. Oh. Well, I guess it depends on, um, you know, perspective that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of good people out there. Um, you know, I maybe somebody that comes to mind for me is uh, possibly you know you could get like Dan Bandy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because of of his expertise in the field of of you know where they do and the breeding and stuff like that. I mean, I think that could be a a good interview. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's tons and tons of breeders, um, you know, that I think could give you a, a very good perspective on, on insight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, possibly, you know, like Bob Newcomb, um, you know, Brenda Newcomb, um, you know, Dwayne and Carolyn Miller, um, uh, you know, there, there's, gosh, the list could go on and on and on. Um, mm-hmm. as, as far as, 
that, uh, right off the top of my head, that's probably that's probably about all that I could probably come up with right off the top of my head. Okay. Um, any parting advice for the listeners? Any uh, words of encouragement if anybody's like nervous about coming on here and it's not too terrible, is it? Really talking on here? Well, <laughs> it's not too bad. I, I, I'm I'm the world's worst at talking, you know, publicly over stuff like this. Um, I do a lot better one-on-one for some reason. I mean, I feel like when you shove a mic in front of me, I, I just don't do very well. Um, you know, it, it has, I mean, it, I just, I would just encourage anybody that, that has any some sort of knowledge in the breed or anything that, that they can add to this to, to do the interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all benefit from it. Um, and, you know, there's, there's so much knowledge still out there that people need to gain, and unless we're all open, you know, and like an open book, we'll, you know, a lot of us will take it to our grave, and, and that's that's sad and unfortunate. So I think, you know, this is a good opportunity for people to be able to uh, to gain a lot of different perspectives and, and be able to make their own decisions on whether they're new or whether they're coming into it or just advice in general. I mean, I think these interviews are very, very helpful. Good, good. Yeah, I know. I see a lot of people when um, when I'll do an interview with somebody, then when it's posted on Facebook, I'll see people that I have no idea who they are, but they know the person I interviewed, and they'll comment. They'll say, oh, "I never knew that about you." And this is somebody that they have, you know, maybe a mentoring relationship with, or maybe just a friend of theirs that might not even be into bulldogs, but they listen to it because right. they saw the link on Facebook. And it's, I think it's pretty neat. And uh, you know, I'm getting to to talk to some people that that I've never met before, like you. Um, I'm sure we'll run into each other if we. Uh, you know, stick stick with us long enough sometime. So sure. Well, I appreciate sure. your time and uh, look forward to well, to meeting you out there. And uh, great job with your dogs. Love uh, love what you're doing with them. And uh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we'll we'll be in touch. Thanks a lot. All right. Alrighty. Sounds good. Take thank care. You. Good night. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. Check out the show notes from this podcast at BullyNet.com. Please leave a five-star review and your honest feedback on iTunes.